0: Following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. Live, is it? Jeez, oh, I'm really fucking loud. What can Lego? Oh, Jeez, I'm really fucking loud. What can Lego? Now, I'm a murderer. I can hear you. What month are we in? Oh, that's okay. call that Hello? Yo. Oh, hello. Hey, I'm at a conference in Edmonton. He's got news for me from July 31st, and I didn't know about it. That sucks. Oh, shit. So I got to do that right now. At one half hour a week, we have to dedicate to a video game program. And here I am talking about my personal life. I couldn't do that some other time. I had to wait till we open a mic for this half hour a week show. How many half hours in a week? A lot. (laughs) (laughs) On the phone, Kyle Von Kubik. Yeah, hi. I Uh, won't do math for you. Sorry. Thanks. I am wiggly. I need my abacus. Don't try to figure this out with Roman numerals, please. We've been over this. You know, people like people at my different works. Like hell, we had Muslims in our, in the United States. They only care about making money and they wouldn't be able to fucking balance their books without goddamn Arabic numbers. Just got deep. Yeah. Hey, in the booth, Keith LaRoche. Yo and today we're gonna review a fantastic game i am so happy so jazzed about today's game i'm sure I... everybody guessed it with my hint
1: we're talking about 1985 versus the goonies from nintendo <laughs> that's
0: a good hint yeah straight on now what are we gonna do today kissy speed buggy mag max mad lax mad lax right 336 336 That's how many half hours are in a week. Oh Jesus! This guy's a rain man. (laughs) Speaking of rain man, welcome to Pick It A Buck. Pick It A Buck each week. We take a dollar. We throw it in a a cocoon. We Mm. throw. cocoon the movie. The Anchor Others is uh, Peter Pan. He flies oh, around. Too many callbacks. Oh! He yes. flies around. He sees a demon on the wing of the plane. Captain Kirk is in the Star Wars Enterprise. He c- comes down, smokes a cigar, and everybody dies. Hey, speaking of Star Wars, so are
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. Did that's you? my new favorite Star Wars movie that's come out in the last 15 These years. These assholes... You know, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I know back in it's the not 70s. the one from the seventies that you and, remember. Right and now.
0: I hear this movie's great, and it's got Star Wars in it, and mm-hmm. people are fighting. Yes. And it's really good, and Bautista's so great, you know. Oh, everybody's great. I want the guy with the big giant floppy head. fin on his head and again and, yeah, and the guy that's Well he's from, in it. Yeah, but he has a mohawk.
1: Yeah, I know they they did. Yondu Yondu is in it, and for people who don't know, no, Yondu Yondu. was. Yon don't. (laughs) Yondu was a a part of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, which Mm. I believe was from the
0: '70s, correct? Yes, of course. Yeah, which had a
1: much longer run than the uh, 24 issues that they based this movie on because I, uh, the, the reboot of guardians of the galaxy with the characters that this movie's based on was uh-huh. kind of a failure. Oh, okay. And i think that came out in the early 2000s.
0: Yeah, see, i wasn't around in the 2000s. I was in yeah. I was over in Sweden. Oh, were you? Absolute. Well, i'm glad guardians of the galaxy was good, but i'm sad because it wasn't guardians of the galaxy. Well, How many minutes are we in and we haven't even mentioned what game we're playing? Yeah, but we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy, so everyone should be happy. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Hey, do you ever want to fight a hamburger or a cloud of car exhaust? You can drink three beers on an empty stomach. That's what you're going to happen here. With, of course, Batman. We're going to review
1: Batman. 66 Batman or the uh, 89 Batman? Which one are we talking about?
0: 66 is the only Batman. I'm not talking about Beetlejuice Batman. (laughs) Yeah, i I'll talk about Mr. Freeze. Chill out, Satakana. <laughs> who you? Hey, if we don't mention who you every week, this won't be picking a buck. We're talking about Ninja Baseball, Batman. Right. Yeah. So From what are we talking? Irem, about? Irem, one of my favorite video game companies. 1993, a great year for Ninja Baseball, Batman. It's a great year for Haymakers. This is one of those the Out Foxies, great ragtime show types of games, but in a double dragon haymaker genre. Oh, you're going to give it that? I think it's that much. Okay. Plus, it also suffers from a title that leads you to judge a book by its cover. Even though you are a ninja baseball Batman, the keyword that pops out to me, at least, is baseball. I'm going (laughs) to go play a baseball game. It's going to be like Ninja Golf for the Atari 7800, except that I'm going to be baseballing as a ninja. I don't think I'm going to be like a ninja combat or final fight or something like that. I don't think that's what's going to be happening when I, when I hear Ninja baseball, Batman, mm-hmm. I think of a super gotcha. baseball 2020. Yeah. But then again, in, in Ninja golf, you, uh, well, first you golf and then you ninja. Did you ever right. play Ninja golf for a seven, 800? No. Oh, well, first you golf and, and then, then you ninja. ninja. <laughs> I now, got well, that. Well, you golf. Then instead of just automatically appearing at your next, uh, shot, is that what they call them in golf? Shots. I'm going to take my shot. <laughs> hey, we're all getting laid. You run to the next, whatever you call it, your golf plug. You run to the next where your ball landed, and then you, you kick people and other ninjas in the face on your That's way cool. there. Yeah. I like that. So, you know, it's funny.
1: That does not happen in this No, game. that
0: does not. You don't play baseball at all, but you no. do swing for the This might be defenses. some people's
1: favorite sports game, though.
0: It might be. Uh, this is your standard punch, jump, run, slide, but also ground and jumping special moves that don't use your energy like a regular special move does in a Haymaker game. So it combines sort of a little bit of a street fighter play mechanic because even the instructions tell you with your uh, different characters, press... Question mark, question mark, question mark, and then hit the question mark button to perform this super move. Right. Which I think is adorable. Everything about this game is super duper double pooper scooper, in my opinion. Tell us more about Ninja Baseball Batmans. Well, as you described, as a
1: two-player simultaneous brawler. Where you're moving from left to right across the screen and fighting your way through seven levels to make it to the end of there's all these set pieces that we enjoy where you're in an airplane at one point you're coming down into the stadium at the end there's also enemies that are specific to the area Mm -hmm. so it's nice you got a nice variety of you know what you're punching in the face (laughs) and what you're punching in the face are like anamorphic baseball bats and (laughs) catcher's mitts mitts, and even uh, a robotic umpire and anytime they came on the screen I was annoyed because they're they're very difficult Uh. to defeat because they're heavily armored and you have your choice one of four characters you can play as Uh, you have your all around you have your speed you have your heavy and then you have your range uh, guy if I can make a quick recommendation play with the speed guy it makes it a lot easier to go through the game Uh, and by far the worst is the heavy the power guy oh I he's like very him. slow and lethargic oh you like him yeah i think the
0: slowest guy is the skinny fella I, yeah I the all-around
1: guy's name is jose the speedy guy is called rhino the power guy is called uh, roger and the uh the range guy or the 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 stick bug looking guy is called straw this is like a mix of almost like a mega man game Okay. Well, the characters are robots. Yeah, I think they're robots. I guess they're ninjas, but they look more like robots they're to me, especially the heavy guy who looks like he's, you know, your hot water heater painted
0: yellow <laughs> running around. They're ninja uh, baseball robots. Batman's. Yeah, and they yes. all have bats. Different They all do bats. have bats. Like uh, the one guy has nunchuck hit bats. He has two double bats. They're small. Bats. And then straw has a stick bat. The guy that I like. Roger. They are fully realized characters, and not just in their attacks, not just in the way they look, but also they're built upon four different attributes. Yes. Like you said, the speed and the the strength and the reach, and uh, I don't remember what the fourth one was, personality maybe? (laughs) <laughs> heart. Yeah, heart. <laughs> no, you uh, had an all-around
1: guy. You had a speed guy. You had a power guy. And then you had a guy that they classified as long. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Long. But they actually have metrics. You know, they they actually show yes. their four, like, how many stars they have in each one of these metrics. And I think that's yeah, really a neat address, addition. And, and another, they play differently, which they play, is why I recommended the speed guy. Right. And I like the strong guy because he has a baseball bat, which he has illegally led it with a giant baseball which i guess is sort of like a mace type of crazy practice bat thing but so neat and they are dressed like ninjas they do ninja-ish hand gestures and uh, movements and things they all have different special attacks and as i mentioned you could do special attacks that don't involve using up your energy meter like normal special moves do you know when you hit jump and punch at the same time you do a special move and he uses right you know uh, they do have that move but then they also have one or two that don't affect that uh, right your health meter and you also have bonus levels like the original fighting street or street fighter 2 games mm-hmm. where you mash on a button to try to in this case squeeze a baseball till it bursts. which i did not succeed in i i didn't either yeah it's i was hard <laughs> on that button and it just wasn't happening you got to bring your pencil your pencil, oh, that's it's a right. pencil to the arcade sometimes you'll drive around in a jalopy for no no apparent reason
1: (laughs) yeah and you just mow down guys and they get flattened it's Mega Man but it's not it's more realized as like cartoony than Mega Man is there's a lot of great animations particularly with the enemies when they get hurt Mm. Um, you know they have tears in the eyes or they'll have their teeth mashed in or something there's some great art direction in the game. And it's very uh, kitschy anime style is what I'm getting at. Very cartoony. There's also a nice array of power-ups. And there's this um, power-up that w- it was strange. It- it's a heart that you'll occasionally get that says pink on it. Yeah. And these visor-wearing <laughs> cheerleader girls will come down. And sometimes they'll, like, help knock out the enemies on the screen. And other times they'll throw down, like, sodas or popcorns for you. Yep. Not to s- explained why in the... Uh, <laughs> the story or the narrative of the game which starts with people stealing all of these uh, pieces of a Babe Ruth statue. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's cool that it's there. There's also uh, things where you can pick up like a a baseball and you can chuck it. Uh, There's exploding barrels. A lot of of standard affair Mm -hmm. for a brawler. Sure. Um, But what I like about the game is you know, like I was saying with these set pieces, the the bosses, they're attached to those set pieces. So the first level is the airport where you're fighting an anamorphic plane. And after you beat them up, And he he dies, he actually lets go of the item that boss stole. So you can pick that item up and use it, but you don't get to use it because by that point, the boss is dead. But it's just a little attention to detail like that. There's also, as you get up to the boss, there's these baseballs that pop out from the floor and they hit a a trumpet to (laughs) let
0: you know that this is a boss battle coming up. The boss is about to arrive, yeah.
1: So like what we were talking about last week with Magmax is... There wasn't as much attention to detail or as much love put into the game. This is the exact opposite. There's a lot of little things in the game that you can enjoy. So, yes, I agree with you that on the level of uh, Boogie Wings or the Foxies, there is that same level of attention to the art direction as well as just little details to show you that, you know, there was some care put into this game.
0: I know that it gets, you know, ridiculously stupid. Yes. as it progressive. Just like. Well,
1: speaking of stupid, like, and, so we talked about the anamorphic baseballs. Yeah. What's up with the black baseballs and what I can only determine are in S&M bondage attire? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a black baseball with a ball gag in its mouth, unless you're interpreting it in some other way. It's a leather
0: man. It is, right? Yeah. American Horror Story copied rip, straight <laughs> everything. From this game. And they got everything from Ninja Baseball Batman. Um, like you said, the food power-ups, they are completely realized, too, because you get complete meals. You get a cereal, but not you just get <laughs> like a bowl of cereal. You get cereal, you get the box, you get the bowl, the milk, and the, yes. the, the, the spoon. You get a lunch tray with a, with a hoagie and an iced fountain beverage and a beautiful stemmed glass. You fight a hamburger. Yes. You fight a cloud of car exhaust. There's exhaust coming out of the cars on the highway, and they try to beat you up the first level is very indicative uh, as most wacky games are of what you're in for in the future at this one point you're going down the street beating up clouds of smoke and a giant 747 wheel zooms down past you and you're like what the hell And then that's when you suddenly jump up into this jumbo jet body. You're inside of a jumbo jet, and that's where you're fighting Windy Plane, the old prop airplane that's... He looks like he comes out of Fred Quimby or or some type of, um, like like a Tex Avery drawing. See, I was going to say that. All the bosses, you fight speed buggies trying to kiss you that's mad (laughs) black yes yes (laughs) then you're in a casino and of course you you fight a slot machine monster that comes together and he's called defending slot and he's Mm -hmm. got freddy krueger's claws on him ghost buffalo is probably one of my favorite bosses in any game because of what he's composed of he comes at you from a haunted house Yes, this is one of my favorite bosses as well. The Haunted House brings back memories of playing Splatterhouse for the first time, where you go into this one room and you fight a boss that is just a bunch of shit flying around, like knives and tables and a candelabra. And uh, in this haunted house, there's things that fly around as well, like refrigerators and a buffalo head mounted on a wall, probably, and Mm -hmm. other things that then eventually form Ghost Buffalo. Right, which is just a bunch of
1: crap from the house coming together and forming this monster. It's very cool. It's reminiscent of, for people who are familiar with this movie, Return to Oz... Oh, he makes the Gump out of a bunch of shit in an <laughs> attic and sprinkles magic powder on it. And it comes to life. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of that to me. Veruca, uh,
0: Veruca Salt.
1: It's very cool, and that's definitely one of my favorite boss battles in the game. Now, do you and, mean uh, the
0: live-action Return Oz? Yes. You know Coven. Yeah, Coven. and the craft. Mm-hmm. And she was hot. She was the yes. girl for about. Wheatley, she was three like weeks eleven in that movie. I know she was 11. Well, listen, I'm not saying she was hot
1: in Return to Oz. You're creeping me out. Oh God! So you play across America, which, by the way, this game has the most accurate map of the United States you'll <laughs> ever find. It's
0: got all your favorite places. It's got Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. I think they call it. Yeah,
1: San Francisco in Southern California,
0: SoCal. It's It's got
1: Casino, which I I would imagine would be Las Vegas in Texas. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you get the point. But, anyway, it's all leading up to getting to New York
0: to have the final boss battle in a big baseball stadium. Right. We missed two bosses. I just want to mention them quickly. An unremarkable boss called Mechanical Alligator. Yes. And one of the most self-aware bosses of all time a shotgun-wielding, hair-bow, dress-wearing, giant, anthropomorphic labradoodle called Makeshift Villain. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) That, That killed me because I was like, Mechanical Alligator, I think I would love him. I wasn't very impressed. This guy, I really don't care for very much, but his name is Makeshift Villain, which... Hilarious. Now makes him one of the greatest villains ever. And then, of course, he looks like the
1: villain. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this movie, but from Manos Han- Hands of Fate, uh, I am uh, there's, not there's this drifter looking character, and he
0: looks a lot like that drifter character from that movie he might have been inspired i don't know by that speaking of being inspired i'm inspired by any iram game and i've talked about it many times how iram will contain seemingly unnecessary amounts of little graphic details even going back to like one of their earlier haymakers vigilante they squeezed the most graphic detail and animation palette swaps and things like this that they possibly could out of that technology. And this game is unique in that usually like an iron character, whether it's a dude or a spaceship, will have a fairly limited play mechanic, sort of like vigilante. Well, what can you do You get like, I think he could pick up a bottle, a knife, I think he could do nunchucks, spin mm-hmm. them around or in, say, like Arrowhead from R-Type. You get option and then it could fire different lasers and you could shoot option off. But this one really takes that play features and the creativity to the same level of their graphic detail. And the ending scene is short, but it's incredibly sweet. This game's worth the playthrough, especially now since you don't have to keep plugging quarters into the machine the game is straight all the way through funny and consistent and speaking of the detail this is a perfect example of it there's one part in the casino it's complete John Woo moment out of nowhere there's these doves just fly around and fly off the screen and I have no idea what that could be possibly alluding to because I like I thought about all the John Woo movies the hot blood and the killer and 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 I remember doves flying in every single one of them. I think even Face-Off had doves flying around in slow motion. I don't know. But I don't know why the casino would have those doves in there. So then again, I don't know why most of the shit happens in this game. But (laughs) I'm glad it does. And let me uh, go on record with saying there are two different ROM sets. There's a two-player version and
1: a four-player version. So if you got four of your friends around you want to play this with them, make sure you seek that out because I believe you'll have a good time.
0: yeah. With these type of games it's really hard to not go all over the place in my opinion i get the feeling that you don't feel it's exactly on par with uh
1: i wouldn't put it at the same caliber as um boogie wings and the Alfoxies, but i would definitely say that it's one of the better brawlers you'll play especially because of these attentions to detail where we're let's go back to the haunted house level for a second in this point of the game you've already encountered the baseball enemies mm-hmm. several times but in this particular level they're like ghouls where they come into appearance by like being this sort of uh, viscous that comes from the ground you, mm-hmm. you do you remember this part of the game yeah yeah which is incredible and you know you've already encountered you only see this type it once you see it once, but it's still very cool. And it's, it's again, these little attentions to detail that make the game a lot of fun to play. The reason why I'm reluctant to give it that same status as the, the other games is because at the end of the day, it's still a brawler, so you're going to get to the point where it's just like, okay, I'm still going left to right and mashing on the buttons, mm-hmm. waiting to see what boss is coming up next. Because really, that's what the allure is, is seeing what the final boss is in each stage. And Sure. For that reason, I, I can't give it that same caliber as the Al Foxies or as a, a Boogie Wings. Because even Boogie Wings, even though it was th- that horizontal shooter, there were so many more things going on in that game to True. keep you entertained. I mean, just the fact of trying to figure out all the different little items you could pick up, that in itself was a, a hook of that game. Where I don't feel that Ninja Baseball Batman has that same hook, but... Don't but, get me wrong. I strongly recommend it. It's got a great art style. It's a lot of fun to play. It's got some great uh, set
0: pieces, great enemies, great boss battle. And the set pieces, uh, each city contains several different environments. Yes. So, like you, you do p-
1: progress, which again, that goes back to the Foxy thing when you're playing in the boards and you're going through different levels, which again, I'm just not willing to give it that caliber of status. But for our recommendations, this is definitely a must play if mm-hmm.
0: you haven't played it already. Mm hmm. Oh, and by the way, my clue was about an octopus cosplaying in a squid hat because there's these squids that come out when you're on this boat for a a brief period of time. And for some reason, you punch them a few times and their squid head comes off and it's one of these, one of the Japanese octopuses. So it's an octopus disguised as a squid. And then later they're like, gumball machine octopus squids. I, I don't know what they are, but... How would you stack up Ninja Baseball Batman against uh, its contemporaries like X-Men, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Honestly, I think it's better. I think it's better, and I I really compare this the most to Ninja Combat, and I know Ninja Combat for the uh, Neo Geo doesn't get a a lot of praise, and I think uh, people are wrong to dismiss that title as just another haymaker, because in that game... It has a lot of similarities to this in that like you go over a bridge and then the bridge breaks and and uh you know different things like that but in what makes ninja combat unique is all the sounds this one has tons of sounds mm-hmm. great music great sounds and then ninja combat's gimmick is that once you beat a boss you can then play as that boss in the rounds going forward so, I think a ninja combat, second only to ninja baseball Batman. And isn't it interesting to both ninja games? Mm. All right, let's see what uh, John has to say with his blower blayer blip. Uh, maybe. Magic Sun will connect you.
2: Magic So. Played Ninja Baseball Batman because it's fucking great. Like it's just one of the weirdest little kind of rarities that thankfully the internet has kind of brought to our all, all of our attentions. How about that Diction huh? But uh, awesome. I haven't got. I was looking for the old uh, owner's manual, but I've actually got this on the Xbox One. Uh, I haven't got a, an arcade cabinet of it, but I was able to find a flyer. And that flyer told me that you if you're gonna play this game you gotta make quick successive dynamite attacks. And you know, just remember a super sweeping attack wipes out all enemies and will shake the screen. And if you got a shitty CRTV like I have that you pulled out of a dump to play all your old arcade games on this screen will shake anyway. It'll shake if you're playing fucking pong, like. But that's just the way it goes. Um, but yeah, this game is great. I play it with my buddy Spud all the time, and he talks about it on his podcast, which is called Hit Start now, and you can find that on the internet too. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great. It's fucking. I mean, I just hope none of these people, the like Jose Rhino, Roger, or Straw. I really hope their parents are still alive, because uh, you know. That's just nice, but uh, yeah, enjoy the game. Go play it. It's fucking great. Bye bye.
0: All right, let's give our clues for next week's game. I don't. You go first. I don't. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people know about this game. I I don't think so. I think Uh, my clue
1: is I bleed red, white, and blue.
0: (laughs) Old Glory. My clue is gonna be, new nade. New (laughs) nade. All right. (laughs) I don't think that's a well-known term. Did you have new nades? No. Okay. Okay, new nade. That's going to be my clue. And now Titi Schmookins will give her We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game Audio Clue for next week. Hello, I
2: am Titi Schmookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck. Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, geeks.
0: All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us uh, to review one of my favorite games. I'm happy about it. I'm going to be happy about it next week. And next week! uh, It's going to be fun. It's going to be an older (laughs) game, too. Hope you like it. I like everything. Bye! Talk to you then. That's
1: it, right? Caruza Bach. Caruso Bach. Yeah. Yes, interesting name. There's only one man in this entire city capable of defrosting Mr. Freeze. Agreed. second what the fuck are you doing the police commissioner said i think batman and robin are blank you think about it the police commissioner said i think batman and robin are
0: queer Mr. Riley. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't relate to that type of thing, and so Thank I put heavens. that they were always so pretty in their clothes that they were divine.
1: Divine. So Sandy, you scored three times with that. Uh, half the celebrities were matched Just up there. Got yourself three quiz. Now. Uh, Ow! McG, you got fucking self in a second Well, somebody should be fucking watching and keeping an eye on him. This is the second time that he doesn't give a fuck about what is going on in front of the camera. Alright? I'm trying to fucking do a scene here and I'm going, why the fuck is Shane walking in there? What is he doing there? Do you understand my mind is not in the scene if you're doing that? Stay off the fucking set, man, man. for fuck's sake.